Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another edition of Centurion Faith, the podcast that helps you to seek the kind of faith that makes Jesus marvel. I want to share a message with you today uh, entitled, Jesus Destroyed the Sin Factory. Jesus Destroyed the Sin Factory. I think this is a message that um, is, is uh, going to really help uh, each and every person out there listening um, to to understand it just the the depth and the length and height and width and the just the just the brilliance of what Jesus Christ did uh, through his his uh, his life his his death his burial and his resurrection or what a lot of people call his finished work I think it's absolutely remarkable when we start to dig in to see what he did for us. And my key verse for today is going to be found in 2 Corinthians 5.21. And it says this, it says, He who knew no sin became sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. I'm going to read that again. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. I think the first thing we have to do, and this is something you never hear pastors or preachers do or very seldom, is talk about the word sin. I think it's a word we have to bring back into our vocabulary and our vernacular. And I think the enemy has blocked out the word of sin and made it taboo because it sounds religious and I think it's absolutely the work of the devil to do that because when we see what the word sin means, we really uh, can get a hold of the, um, the greatness of what Christ did for us. And in the book of Romans, it's, a, it's one of the best books in the Bible, in my opinion, on, on the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and really unpacks what he did for us on the cross and then also through his resurrection and now his new life he's given us through the Holy Spirit. And when we look at that book, we see that and in, in study Romans, we see that the word sin is used 48 times in the book of Romans, 48 times. And 42 out of the 48 times, it is the, the word in the Greek, it's uh, hamartia, hamartia. And hamartia is a noun, and as, as you know, uh, a noun is a person, place, or thing. So just think of it that way. Hamartia uh, is 42 times and then, and then six times. And bear with me on this. Please focus. Um, I know our minds wander, but this is so important. Hamartano is used um, six times out of the 48, and that refers to a verb that's a action that you could you could say when it comes to sin the act of sin 42 times when it's when it's hamartia it's a noun it refers to our sin nature our sin nature and that brings me to the title today of jesus destroyed the sin factory you could say our sin nature is what produces the sin the acts of sin um are just natural. They just come, you know, whether we, you know, use the name of the Lord in vain, we get angry, we uh, steal, we do whatever sins that are 
patently obvious to us and we all have them in our lives, that that would be the the verb or the action, the hamartano of sin, the, the acts of sin. But I want you to see today what Jesus did on the cross when it says, let's go back to this verse, 2 Corinthians 5.21, and I pray by the Holy Spirit's power you catch this. He who knew no sin, in other words, didn't have a sin nature, Jesus had no sin in him. He did not have a sin nature. He was not born with the sin nature that we inherited from Adam. He was born in, you know, from pure bloodline. Um, his father was he, was, he was impregnated by Mary through the power of the Holy Spirit. So the bloodline of Adam was not passed down through Joseph, his father in the natural, his, his father is our father in heaven. And um, he who knew no sin, did not have a sin nature, he became sin. He became the sin nature that produces the sin so that in him we could become the righteousness of God. We could inherit a new righteous nature. The way I like to say it is that Jesus took what we deserved, death for our sin, having a sin nature and the acts of sin, all, all are one, and I'm going to show you that in a minute, and gave us his righteous nature through his finished work. It's absolutely amazing once you catch a hold of this. So Jesus destroyed the sin factory. The famous evangelist, uh, Chinese evangelist, Watchman Nee, he said this, catch this, the blood of Jesus dealt with our sins. The cross dealt with our sin nature. Hebrews 9.22 says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. And in that context, it's talking about, you know, the, the, in the old covenant, there had to be animals brought into the temple. And there was a, every year there was blood shed for the remission of people's sins from the year past to cover up the sin. But it could never take away the sin and it could never take away the sin consciousness that plagued mankind. Only Jesus did that through his finished work. He not only dealt with our sins, our acts of sin by the shedding of his blood, but he took the sin nature. If you look at John um, 3.14, John 3.16, everybody knows that's such a beautiful scripture. and really is a high watermark in the scripture of what Jesus did on the cross. But if you look in, the, uh, in John 3.14, catch this. I was looking at this this morning. This is remarkable. John 3.14 says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, remember when Moses, when the snakes were biting people and they were all dying, the children of Israel, and God told Moses to take a, uh, a bronze uh, uh, a serpent and make it out of bronze and put it on a pole or on the cross, a wooden picture uh, uh, or a picture of the, of the wood of the cross. And, and Jesus says these words, these are Jesus' words in John 3, 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up. He compares himself to that serpent or that snake on the pole. We have to re realize that when Satan came in and sin entered the world and he tempted Adam and Eve, he came in the body of a serpent, of a snake. Um, and And you know, in the spiritual world, these spirits even today need a body to inhabit. And if that body is not a human body, it can even be in an, in an animal like the Jesus when he cast out the, the uh, demons. I think it was the, the um, 
uh, there's a there's a passage where where the demons say, "Man, let us go into the herd of swine." These spirits that that, that were cast out of the of the evil man um, uh, were sent into the uh, into the herd of pigs, and they ran over and committed suicide, basically. So anyway, I don't want to get off too off topic, but when you see this, this is just absolutely amazing. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. When we see that Jesus actually became sin, he became the very nature that produces our sin, we see that God destroyed the sin factory. And when Jesus was raised to new life by the Spirit of God, his flesh was put down. That sin nature was put down. He became that foul, evil sin nature for us. I know this is gonna probably drive a lot of religious people batty and people will probably call me a heretic or whatever. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. And I think when you get this idea and then look at it, uh, through the lens of the scripture, you'll see it's all over the place in the Bible. He became sin, the sin nature that produced the sin for us. This is huge. So that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ. He took, it, think of it this way, this all happened in the spiritual realm. He became that foul, evil, wicked sin nature that produces our sin even today so that we could be given a new righteous nature when we receive the free gift of the Holy Spirit at salvation. We are holy because God's given us a Holy Spirit to seal our spirit. It says that throughout the scriptures. And when we walk in the spirit, we, we don't fulfill the lusts of the flesh. These, these, uh, this, the sin that we produce can only be produced in our flesh. Our spirit, our born again spirit, if you've made Jesus your Lord and Savior, you have a brand new nature. You have a brand new spirit. Whether you know it or not, or whether you're operating in it or not, is one thing. Um, they're, we're all operating at different levels. We've all um, are in different uh, places in our walk with the Lord. But the reality is that we've been given a brand new nature. Jesus himself said right at the beginning of his ministry, when he's talking to Nicodemus, one of the leaders of the church at that time, the Pharisee, Nicodemus, who comes to see Jesus at night, he says to him, verily, verily, I say to you that a, that a, that you, that a man must be born again. I say to you, except a man be born again, this is John 3, 3. Verily, verily, I say to you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter his mother's womb and be born again? What a stupid question. Just tells you, here's the leader um, of, of the church at that time, and he has no clue what Jesus is talking about. And Jesus answered him and said, again, verily, verily, or truly, truly. Jesus says this twice in two different places. I say to you, except you be born of water and of the Spirit, with a capital S, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit, capital S, is spirit, little s. We were created in the image of God. Our original 
state in creation before Adam fell, we were we were already created in God's image. We already were able to commune with God spirit to spirit. And the enemy came in and convinced Adam and Eve that that they were missing out on something that God was holding back. They already had everything. They had complete fellowship. They had a spiritual um, relationship with Christ where they could commune with him spirit to spirit. And when they transgressed, a new foul, wicked, evil spirit came in them. And that, that's where the sin nature came in. But thanks be to Jesus Christ, who's called the last Adam in 1 Corinthians 15, talks about the first Adam, and the last Adam. Christ is referred to as the last Adam. He came to reverse the curse that was brought in through Adam's transgression so that we could be, be blessed. He was cursed so that we could be blessed. He destroyed the sin factory, the sin nature, and gave us a new righteous nature. Let me read it to you again, and I'm going to close with this. I pray only the Holy Spirit can reveal this to you. I'm hoping you're getting something out of this. I'm going to read actually 2 Corinthians 5, 16 through 21. Wherefore, henceforth, we know no man after the flesh. All right? Forget your flesh. You're born again in your spirit. You've got a brand new spirit. You're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. 1 Corinthians 6, 17. He that is joined with the Lord is one spirit with him. Forget your flesh. 2 Corinthians 5, 16 through 21. Wherefore, henceforth, we know no man after the flesh. Forget the flesh, the stinking, rotten flesh. Yea, even though we have known Christ after the flesh, we know him that way no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, that means united with Christ in the spirit, he's a new creature. He has a new nature, Right? He's a new creature. Old things have passed away. What's passed away? Your old sin nature. The old sin factory has been destroyed. Old things have passed away and behold, all things are become new. You're a brand new creature in Christ. You have a new nature, a righteous nature that does righteous things just like your sin nature did sinful things. And all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And he has given us the ministry of reconciliation to wit God was in Christ reconciling the world unto, the world unto himself, not imputing trespasses against them. And he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. What do we do now with this new nature? Well, we, it says we're his ambassadors for Christ. And it's as though God is begging you by us. We pray in Christ's steed or in his place. Be reconciled to God. We can tell people, God's not holding your sins against you anymore. He put them on the body of Jesus Christ and he buried them in the earth. And when he was raised to new life, we were raised with him. And I'm gonna close 2 Corinthians 5.21. He made him to be sin for us who knew no sin so that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You are righteous now through your new nature that Jesus paid for with his life. You have a brand new spirit. Walk in that spirit today and see who you are in Christ and show others.